Hello and welcome guys to another episode of these bite-sized tutorials for the preparation of the Certified Information System Security Professional Exam. So guys, in the previous episode, we discussed the different types of documents present in the Framework for Governance and today we'll be talking about what every policy document must contain. So there are different sections in our policy document and let's begin. The first thing that we need is the purpose. Why are we writing this document? What is our goal while writing this document? Then comes scope, which means who does this policy document apply to? It could be a group of people, it could be a team, it could be a role, a department, anything where we want this policy document to be applicable. Then comes background. Now, background contains all the additional information like where is this coming from, why did we need it, and also any other information that you cannot fit into some other category can easily reside here. So overall, background is your catch-all type of section where you can put any information that is relevant but not categorized into some other category. So that's your background. Next is responsibility. Responsibility contains the mention of enforcement and maintenance of this policy document. That is, whose job it is to maintain and enforce this policy. Who is responsible for taking actions to achieve this? Next is the policy statement. This is the concrete real statement of declaration of what we are trying to accomplish. With policy statement, there comes actions. So our next part of the policy document is actions. Now actions are tasks that we should undertake to support the policy statement. These are the specified steps we must go through to ensure that a policy statement is being realized. Okay, so next is related documents. These are just a set of documents that might provide some information regarding a policy. So it can be other policy documents, procedures, standards, and baselines, anything that can help you understand the policy better or give you more information regarding the policy. Next are exceptions. This section in a policy document specifies, just like the name suggests, exceptions. It tells when and where the policy is not applicable. For example, if you have policy of reimbursement to all the employees who get injured inside the company due to some mistake on your part, then we can mention that falling and injuring themselves on a rainy day at the gate of the office is not applicable or something along the lines of that. Overall, in this section, you specify situations where this policy will not hold true. But one major thing to remember here is that Exceptions are very risky. If you provide situations where this thing is not applicable, then you also need to keep in mind that if you face some legal problems, your exceptions can be used against you, especially if these policy documents are regarding laws and regulations. So make sure you have some compensating controls in place when you define exceptions for laws and regulations. Next is revision history. This section basically defines how our policies have evolved over time. It can include what changes were made to the document, 
what changes did our enterprise underwent, why those changes were introduced, etc. Also, it contains what new risks and threats are we dealing with and how we might manage them. The last part in the policy document is approval. That is basically getting it signed and approved from all the responsible people of higher management. Moving on, these policy documents are legally binding documents between an enterprise and its employees. It should be based on established frameworks, best practices, models and standards. They should be legally checked and reviewed by your legal department to ensure legal compliance and also any exceptions that we mentioned should be approved by a higher management and they absolutely need to be documented because at the end of the day, it's higher management who will face the heat when something goes wrong. So get it approved and documented. If and when there are any changes to the document, be it something major or something very small, we should always undergo a change approval process or change control measures. Every enterprise has its separate committee established who approves and passes any request for changes. So make sure you go through them before making any changes. This policy document should be reviewed and updated periodically as needed. This can be done maybe in a time frame of a year or maybe when we make any changes to our document. Last but not the least, training must be provided to every employee before and after any changes are introduced to this document. So with this, we come to an end of this episode. I hope you liked this lecture. Do subscribe to my Patreon at a minimal fee of $5 a month to get access to written lecture notes and to clear any doubts that you may have. The link would be given in the description box below. Thank you for giving this podcast your time and stay tuned for the next episode.